Welcome to Becoming Unshakable with Sarah Wolf and Patri Hunty. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to improve your life and become your own coach. Together, we will guide you through mindset techniques and psychology tools that we have applied to change our own lives and to help others do the same. During these episodes, we'll be taking you through mindset exercises and practicalities so you can feel free to get your journal and your favorite pen and take some notes along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are here doing episode four. Today we're going to be delving into all things routines and empowering rituals. Now we're specifically talking about morning routines. We're also going to talk a little bit about evening routines. And I think I'll give a little bit of time to, I suppose, structuring your days for success as well. Not just the morning and evening, but I suppose structuring your days for productivity and things like that, which all kind of flows in as such. So yeah, welcome guys. I'm going to pass you over to Patrick straight away, who is going to talk about the power, the absolute power of the morning routine. And we're both going to give our opinions on what's worked for us, different approaches, how to stay consistent, etc. I know a lot of people listening to this love the idea of a morning routine, but really struggle with consistency, like everything. Of course, that's the beauty of having a coach is, I, I guess, someone to keep you accountable through building some of those routines into your life. So this this episode is really going to help you to, to become accountable yourself and to for you to come away and think, right, how can I do this? How can I really immerse myself into this? And how can I make that promise to myself going forward that I'm going to at least try some of these things? So as always, guys, hope you enjoy. And yeah, I'm just going to pass it over to Patrick now, who's going to start for us. Brilliant. Thank you, Sarah, for that beautiful introduction. So today we're going to go through, as Sarah said, the morning routine. And I guess when we do something, we always think about the reason why. Like, why am I doing this and what is it for? What what benefit is it going to bring me realistically? And what would happen if I didn't? So we're going to start with that. And I'm going to go through a really realistic perspective about what my mornings used to look like before, just so that you get an idea and you find something relatable, because maybe it's looking like this for you, or maybe you used to do the same. And just to show you the kind of struggles that would happen throughout the day as a result of that. So my mornings before I started doing anything at all in the morning and before I set an intention were just a little bit chaotic. It was like, okay, I'm going to put on my music and I'm going to do my makeup. But of course, the first thing that I would do would be go on to my phone. So what happens when you go on your phone is that immediately there is zero, zero time for you to actually reset your mind and focus on the intention on how you actually want to feel for the rest of the day. So if there's no focus on that, there's just a focus on the external world and what everybody else is doing, who is texting you, what worries and concerns are coming up right there. So there's always going to be something that might trigger you on your phone realistically. If you're moving on to social media straight away, there's like bam, 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 all sorts of information coming at you. There's probably ads. There's like, you know, it's like popping on the news or the TV straight away. So what does that do? There's just immediate stress response in your brain. It's just like, oh my God, I'm getting triggered by all sorts of places. And I'm not even giving myself a minute to start to think about how I actually want my day to look like, what I want to focus on, 
how I want to feel for the entire day and how I'm going to be able to calm myself down if something happens throughout the day. Because we can't control our external world. We can't control anything that happens throughout the day. Maybe somebody decides to just send you a nasty message. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. But you can control how you are going to intend to feel throughout the day from the minute that you wake up. And if that's what you're going to do the first thing in the morning, then you've got quite a lot more power than you would if you did not have that morning routine set. But the main thing is here, what we're going to focus on, I don't want to be the type of person who is going to be like, you need to stick to this ritual. You have got to do this the exact same way that I do it. Because what frustrates me a little bit is that there is so much perfectionism on social media right now. In the, you know, in the case of reels and the case of posts and this beautiful, majestic coffee that you've made, your matcha latte at home, all of this stuff. And like the perfect kind of workout gear and doing this majestic yoga poses that I could never do in my life. And like fair play. I love that for you. I'm so, I'm really just sensing that they're really enjoying it but what I don't like is the fact that people find it really sort of like a faraway land that they couldn't possibly get to like oh so that's what a morning routine looks like I must have everything perfect and that itself can be really stressful because if that's what a morning ritual or routine needs to look like then I can't do it so we want to take all of that away all of that like belief away whatever you've seen whatever you've seen as the perfection kind of side there's no perfect way to go about it it's whatever makes you feel good and if it doesn't make you feel good then you're not going to do it because the main actual intention of a morning routine is going to be okay how can I feel like my best self as soon as I open my eyes or even before that. So that's what we're going to do here. We're not going to tell you you should be doing this this certain way. No, I don't go about that. I love that. Honest to God, even like as a mom to be, I'm sick of it. Like I'm sick of the Instagram reels. I'm like, I my nursery is not going to look like that. Let's just be honest. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's all amazing, but it's so unrealistic. Like and these, you have to remember these influencers are getting paid massive money to put on this showcase. And like, it's just not life. Like it's not, like I said, it's not real life. It doesn't have to look like that. It doesn't have to feel like that. You don't need the really expensive like joggers to have like a really good morning routine. Instagram is so fake in that sense. So I love that you have honed in on that. It's really important that you get that across because it's not realistic, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope that you can actually get the sense of that now throughout this podcast. Okay, so in this episode, let's start. So why is it important? As I said, it's about intention setting. So when we set an intention, that means that we're focusing on that intention solely and mostly. So we're going to say, okay, so for example, you wake up in the morning, okay, before you even open your eyes, you might focus on something that you have that you're already grateful for. That's already an intention because if you already begin your day, your morning by feeling grateful and abundant in everything that you already have, literally think, okay, so see your hand in your mind, one, two, three, four, five, five things that I currently have, it could literally be being grateful for your hair. I'm not bald, like I know that's ridiculous, but there you are abundant. If you're not abundant in one way, like you don't have as much money as you want, whatever, you're abundant in other ways. 
And if you focus on what you do have, I guarantee you that you begin to attract more. And that's a really, really powerful state to wake up in. Now, if your intention is to feel love, for example, that's an, another really powerful frequency that you can begin your morning. So say, who do I love? Like it could be my little sister and it could be your partner, it could be even sending love to yourself. Whatever it is, like, what do I actually love? I love my morning coffee or I love going on walks with my dog. <laughs> just dictating Sarah's mornings here no so like if I had a dog obviously I would but I, I love my sister's dog so think about that you know I think of all like like the things like even just thinking of happy memories before you even open your eyes that's going to put you ahead for the day because you're already setting the tone that I get to feel this way you are selecting your thoughts straight away as soon as your mind wakes up your conscious mind wakes up. That's quite powerful because you're tricking your mind already into, I want to feel happy. I want to feel like this because this is the tone I'm setting right now. So that's one thing that you can do before you even open your eyes. Now, we do this beautiful thing, my clients and I, where we actually go, okay, first thing in the morning, I go to the toilet, blah, 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 come back. And straight away, I put on my headphones and meditate. So like immediately, I can choose a gratitude meditation. So if my thoughts start to play up, it's like, oh my God, I have so much to do. What am I going to do at work? Blah, 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 blah. Before... If you notice, if you notice those thoughts begin to come up, then straight away put on your headphones, drink some water and be like, I get to choose today. And your meditation is going to bring you into, into that state. So like that's an, one really powerful way to do it. If you already notice that your thoughts are playing up. Now, that's one thing. But the why is to get yourself into the best possible state first thing in the morning so that the rest of the day feels that bit easier so that you feel a little bit more in control are you with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hope yeah. that resonates yeah yeah perfect so anyway, no no it, no it, you're right it, it, it's about you taking control and it comes back to that lovely powerful quote if you go on social media first thing it's like leaving a thousand people into your room and I love that because it is. Your morning is for you and it dramatically, which I'll get into later, is the tone for your day ahead. And there, there's massive science behind that. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But please continue because I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. So, yeah, meditation is one of them, but that doesn't necessarily we have to do it. OK, so just to leave that very, very clear, everybody has their own specific needs, but there are really powerful tones that you can use and really powerful things that you can do, such as movement. And of course, mindset is one of them. So immediately you're going to choose your tone and what you are thinking and what you choose to think throughout that morning. So, OK, this morning is all about me. I actually recently wrote a statement to myself to promise myself because I would go and check my client messages. I would go and check my notifications I had from my mom, things like that. And I was like, this is not helping. And I can tell because I know that my intention is to fill my own cup first before I can best serve others. And I'm not doing that. So I'm not committing to what I promise and that what I am, but I want to embody what I teach others to do so that they can best help themselves. And if I'm not doing that and I'm looking at notifications and seeing how everyone is, I'm not filling my own cup first. So we want that to be full and be like, my first focus is myself. Okay. So you do that and say, okay, what do I need 
for myself today. So you can choose four staples, for example. What are my non-negotiables? This is something I do with my coach as well at the moment. What are my absolute non-negotiables in the morning? So it can be, okay, I need some movement, whether it's just stretching straight away, whether it's just something to show my body some love, like release anything. Is it journaling, like doing your gratitude right For me, it's writing 10 things that I'm thankful for so that I'm already feeling like I'm already abundant as I am, no matter what happens today. I'm already feeling that state of gratitude and that powerful appreciation for my life, no matter what happens today. And that puts you in that kind of frequency that you're already above the normal kind of way that you would usually be when you wake up. And then another one, you can use music for that kind of like trick in your mind and to be like like feeling good. Like I really genuinely dance around my room quite a lot. And it does help that my clients do that. And they have picked a song that will remind them that this is the beginning of a new chapter that's called Anchoring, what we talked about in the last episode. And I love that for us because it's so powerful. It's like this is my chapter. It reminds me of where I am. And if we introduce that into the morning, it's also very, very effective, very impactful. And you're, you look, this is in, an entire memory that you're made of. It's like, I can remember by a scent, by smelling something. I can remember by hearing this song that I, this is the beginning of a new, more empowered self. And if you listen to that first thing in the morning, you're going to be like, oh, okay, okay, this is happening. But Sarah and I also are very strong on breath work. And the reason for that is because I strongly believe that, and I'm sure Sarah does as well, that if you begin your day by feeling relaxed in a calm state where you're breathing in deeply and you're feeling safe within your body, I guarantee you that anything else that comes up throughout the day, you're going to be able to manage it better because you're already in a controlled state of mind. So you're feeling safe, you're feeling relaxed, and you've already done your breath work in the morning. So whenever a trigger might come up, then you're all, you've already done the inner work that morning to understand how to breathe. Your body remembers how to breathe and stay calm and regulated. And now there's other types of breath work, like there's box breathing, which is, you know, we can go through it. I think Sarah and I have a few meditations on that. And then there's things like fire breath and all of those types of breath work that also get you into that really empowered, like feeling good state. There's loads of things that you can do in the morning. But the main thing is like mine would be, for example, breath work to regulate myself. It would be meditation. If I have time, most of the time I really make time. Otherwise, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do it later in the morning if that works better. And movement, movement, because simply for me personally, I have ADHD. So if I don't move in the morning, I get I guarantee you I'll sit at my desk, at my table, at my laptop, and I will get up a hundred times by the time I actually get to move. <laughs> So so for me, for instance, yeah, I mean, just about like really getting your body moving, getting those emotions kind of cleared out and it helps you. It also helps you to remain more focused as well throughout the morning. Mm -hmm. So there's something about not just movement for, okay, I need to look good. It's actually like it helps me focus. It helps me to feel clear. It makes me more self-confident because I feel proud of what I'm achieving with my whatever movement I'm doing. And it's just it simply just makes you feel good. So that's yeah it's I a confidence it's thing that. isn't it it's, it's kind of a like I love my body like you know it's that kind of 
feel good factor. It's, it's and more expressive. You're more expressive in your sense of self. You're more authentic. Do you know, when you're just doing you and you're not hearing, I guess, as such, you know, it's just getting in tune with your body first thing is fabulous. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, yeah movement is definitely part of it. And that's the thing. So have your glass of water, like always, always hydrate first thing in the morning to get your mind actually working properly and your body working properly. And obviously food comes first, like have your breakfast first, if that's what you need, have your coffee, whatever, but romanticize your morning. But when I say romanticize, I don't mean look like an Instagram reel. I mean, romanticize your life in the state of appreciation and being present and being like, I am so thankful I'm alive. And of course, it's easy for me to say it because I had a near-death experience throughout my illness with anorexia. But at the end of the day, even if I hadn't had that experience, I would still make the complete and utter effort to just feel really grateful that I get to be here because scientifically, it's not actually that easy to create a child so we're all here and it's actually quite nice that we're all we all get to be alive that say if you have limbs be thankful for them that if you have water to drink and you have a home to live in and that you had a bed to sleep in to be thankful for that and it does come to the small things and the mornings are important for that because you're really going to get into that state of I actually have a lot and instead of looking at Instagram being like I want that I want this and I want my life to look like this it's going to be quite important to do the opposite and being like I have this I've got this and my life looks like this and I'm actually very appreciative of that you agree that (laughs) I told I well I told you that's how I manifest my house like 100% I feel like it was that energy behind because I I always I'm very open about that when I first moved home from being in Dubai for nine years I spent three months on the floor like anxious giving into negative thoughts and like because I'm human like I'm not I'm not going to say because I'm a mindset coach that that stuff doesn't happen of course and you'll go through months of it I went through a couple Mm -hmm. of months of it I went through a lot like I like I actually went to speak to a doctor because I was actually quite anxious. Obviously, I was pregnant as well. So that anxiety really seeped in and got a hold of me. And that's fine. I don't I don't blame. I don't get upset about that. I just that's part of my story. But the power, there's always a breakthrough. Right. So the power was I said, OK, I actually went back and I did my own program again. But a big part of that was the gratitude piece. And I know it's really simple, but it was the whole wait a second. Why am I giving out? Because I have X, Y, Z. And when I was able to tap into that and start loving my now situation at the time, I actually, when I got back into the little things, the little the little steps again, all these opportunities just started flooding in because I had changed my focus and the energy behind gratitude, guys. I just, I can't say it enough. It's so powerful. You know yourself, even from doing the manifestation challenge we did with Zurich and the magic Doing that again was absolutely amazing. I was like crying, like reading. <laughs> I sent you a picture of me crying one day, reading through my gratitude list. And like all of a sudden, like all these opportunities just started like flowing in those couple of weeks. It was crazy. So it is about falling in love with whatever you have now and like knowing that you're going to build on that. But it's just like, okay, instead of giving out about living with mom and dad, because I know a lot of people in Ireland are probably going through that right now because we all kind of are in that housing crisis kind of situation. Thanks for it give thanks for being able to spend some time with them, know that everything will work out. You know, that's just an example. So yeah, it really is about tuning back into I I am so abundant, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I want to share a little thing as well. And I'll share what I do with my clients in a minute. But I want to share a little thing on body image when it comes to the morning. Because I I think it was when I most when I had my most like body image triggers, if I whether I had bulimia or anorexia or whatever it was, I actually would notice that it would happen more if I first thing in the morning would check if I had a flat stomach or something like that small things like that and I know like a lot of people might do this as well or like look at their legs and immediately they're like too big or something like that and that's something that we can reframe easily now I use a little bit of body affirmations and meditations for body acceptance with my clients which really digs in what is happening and integrates and I also give them like somatic exercises and stuff but in the meantime if you do not have a coach for that just realize and tune into the thoughts that are coming up in the morning straight away because whatever thoughts are coming up in the morning are going to be stronger throughout the day and you're going to be body checking more and things like that so notice what comes up and reframe it so I use CBT as well so you can use okay is that thought realistic? And why am I thinking that thought? Why is this coming up right now? Because it's really powerful to like go through that in the mornings and say, okay, this is actually untrue. There's no actual, say anything that stands up to that thought and there's nothing that backs it up. So I can let go of that. And also my body is not the most important thing about me. So like going through those kind of affirmations and going easy on yourself in the morning, because if you start strong, you're going to continue strong. And that's very, very likely. It's going to be more of a an empowering exercise for you to go through the morning with more care towards yourself and just seeing how you are thinking just keep track of that as well but yeah that's basically just a little note on that I won't go too deep into it today Uh, but then the morning selection is just like say for instance okay so you write down movement so it could be your options could be run stretch yoga walk dance shake it off online workout so you have all those options and then you can do your own personalized routine so what are my favorites out of those? What are the things that I do like? Is it that I prefer to just simply stretch in the morning and then do my workout later? You get to decide. You do your own little bundle. And then with mindset, is it that I do meditation or reading or gratitude or breath work or even affirmations? A mindful breakfast is quite nice as well. It's like mindful breakfast and coffee and nothing else interrupts it. I'm just having like no phone, nothing. I get to feel, you know, just breathing through my breakfast, relaxing by myself, just flexing. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> not a bother no phone and then with energy is it that you do breath work that you get your hydration on like ticked off your mindful coffee cold shower fresh air adequate breakfast so you have your little sector so it's energy mindset movement that's the way I see it and I divide it into those three and I pick one or two out of the bunch and whatever works for that morning it works but whatever you do step aside step away from the judgment on what I did not do this morning and what I should be doing because whenever you see something on Instagram or wherever you're seeing it that's not you that's not your life and even when you have decided to do this like your non-negotiables out of your bundle 
don't ever judge yourself for not doing them because every single day is going to be different. Your energy levels are going to be different, whatever cycle, but whatever time of the cycle you are on, especially during PMS, if you do have strong symptoms and stuff like that. So really be conscious of those things. What type of actual realistic movement is adequate for this week when you're planning out your schedule and things like that? So that's essentially it. Those are my little tips for today. But Sarah, what are your thoughts? <laughs> you know what, guys, it doesn't need to be complicated. It's just as Patrick said, it can be a concoction of all those things. It might be one of those things. And that that's OK. I suppose the biggest thing I suppose you honed in on there was like just doing something that suits you and and maybe playing around with some things like that. I know for myself if, right, for example, I'm pregnant right now, so some people might relate with whatever they're going on. That stops me really from doing a morning routine compared to how I did one in Dubai because of energy levels, because I have most of my client sessions in the evening. So what I would do instead was I actually journal now, kind of like lunchtime usually. So like it kind of midday. And that's something I used to do in the morning. So what I would have as a non-negotiable in the morning would be obviously my hydration first thing, which is a really nice habit to get into because it, it actually allows you to drink more water throughout the day. Fun fact. And again, going back to, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Miracle Morning, but Hal Elrod is the author. And I'm actually going to read a quote from him because it's really, really, really true. OK, so how you wake up each day and your morning routine or lack thereof dramatically affects your levels of success in every single area of your life. Now, this is a little bit dramatic, but I do get his point, right? Focused, productive, successful mornings generate focused, productive, successful days, which inevitably create a successful life. In the same way that unfocused, unproductive and mediocre mornings generate unfocused, unproductive and mediocre days and ultimately a mediocre quality of life. By simply changing the way you wake up in the morning, you can transform any area area of your life faster than you have ever thought possible. So, yeah, again, how you start your morning really does have a tone on your day ahead. So, like I said, I'm pregnant. I'm not getting all the things done right but what I'm doing is I'm making sure definitely so if I don't write my gratitude in the morning because I want to lie in bed right because that's what's happening at the moment I do a little bit of breath work before I get up actually out of the bed I do my box breath and then I like list off mentally 10 things I'm really grateful for and I'll say them out loud to myself or I'll say them out loud in the room and then like you know I'll do my journaling later in the day so I think what I want to hone in on here is it's not so much about doing everything and getting up at 5am, which I used to think it was like that, actually, which is interesting. I, I used to make myself get up. I used to go for a run with my friend Kiva at like 5am and come back and like do all these things. But then like a, a couple of weeks later, I completely crashed. So I did some more research into that and I looked into like, okay, we're not programmed like men, by the way. We all have like different cycles. So we have to really appreciate our energy levels and the and the, and the stage of our cycles as well. And this is where I did a little bit more research around cyclical awareness. And for example, the luteal phase, which is your you know your week for your period as a woman, you just don't have that energy to get up at that time that you might have been doing two weeks beforehand. Okay, and then that, like you said, the last thing you want to do is judge or beat yourself up for not sticking to a scheduled routine. So that's where I came up with a new morning routine approach, which was the buffet style, kind of like what you said yourself, where you choose a couple of non-negotiables and, you know, you fit them into your time scale. So for me right now, I literally is just doing some breaths in bed, listing off some gratitude mentally, having my my water, obviously. But 
when I was in Dubai, I was also getting in 15 minute meditation. I was doing a longer things, but that suited me at the time. But whatever is happening, I'm starting my morning in a mindful way. I'm still not going on my phone first thing. So play around with the seasons of your life. You know what I mean? What, like, what do you have to work with and make that work for you? It doesn't mean it has to be the same and you have to get up at half five or six every morning. That is not a morning routine. Again, remember Hal Elrod's quote, the intention behind it is how you start your day. So if you are starting your day chaotically going on social media, running around like, a, you know, I always say you're like on the hamster wheel. You're never getting off the hamster wheel. If you're getting up and you're running to grab toast before you leave the house or whatever, don't expect to feel calm and collected going into your day. So that's the main thing I want to hone in on, really. The morning routine isn't about doing a bunch of things and berating yourself for not doing it or looking like the Instagram reel. It's just genuinely about starting your morning in like as calm. I think calm is a good word. Calm, grounded, controlled way in which you can perhaps celebrate yourself or write some gratitude or think of some gratitude. Think of some thoughts. Don't go on your phone, please. Like that's just the number one non-negotiable. Do not go on your phone for the the first 30 minutes of your day. Make that promise to yourself to spend it in a high vibration and then go into your day quite relaxed and chilled out. But also cyclical awareness. There will be weeks where you can't get all the things done. There'll be weeks where like your sleep is more important than your morning routine. In my my opinion, sleep is always number one. Make sure that you're getting plenty of rest. You've got plenty of energy going into your day because there's no point in you getting up at 6 a.m. with five hours sleep because you're not going to feel relaxed then. You're just going to be absolutely cranky for the day because sleep is always number one. Like energy is number one. It's a fundamental. So, yeah, I think my advice to you would be find something that works for you. First of all, again, like you said, like sometimes I love doing the gratitude meditations. I love doing the visualizations, the manifestation guided visualizations. I might just put on some hertz frequency, like you said, while I'm journaling. I might do it all together, like coffee, journaling and like a nice little kind of a hertz, you know, in the background and just spend 15 minutes doing that. But I'll always choose something that down regulates my nervous system which means makes me feel calm whether like I said it's a couple of breaths before I wake up whether it's I would like I would definitely advise people at home to get a little bit of journey in if you can or else read like a page of a book or something that just gives you nice thoughts going into your day definitely just stay off the phone for 30 minutes if you can hydrate first thing amazing and yeah just choose something for you that's your time to start your day and I promise you how you begin your day really does set the tone for the day ahead there's a really really good podcast to listen to actually on this topic if you guys are interested and it's the one with again I feel like he should be paying me now um Stephen Bartlett and Dr. Rangan Chatterjee and it's the three core steps to happiness and he talks an awful lot about the science because he's like a doctor right so he talks a lot about the science behind going on your phone first thing in the morning and that will really wake you up to your bs that episode because it's like he breaks it down in such a way to make you like less anxious like less stress going into your day etc and it's really really interesting podcast episode so yeah i think again coming back to the main fact of it's it's your time for you but you can use that time how you like and it doesn't have to be an hour it can be 15 minutes it's just an intention to yourself stay consistent if you fall off the bandwagon even if you spend like a week not doing it that's okay just go again that's one habit I try to break with my clients is oh god I didn't do it on Monday so the week is screwed no it's not that's a that's a metaphor that you use to to like throw it to the side get back on the horse you absolutely can get back on the horse yeah no you haven't like ruined all your progress if you've had a few bad days like you can get back on the horse keep going 
you've got this. But please just like make it a habit. It takes about 66 days to form. That's a subjective opinion. Habit. So just always move in the general direction. I always say that. Don't be hard on yourself. Just move in that general direction where it does become more automatic for you and you don't like look back. It's like when you work with a PT, like I worked with a PT for a year and now like there's things I used to do years ago that I'd never think of doing now because I built that, I ingrained it into myself, what I did with him for a year, like whether that was eating habits or whether that was learning about calories or learning about fitness. So do the same for your mind. Like a lot of people dismiss these things. They just think, oh, I'll just pay a PT to like work on my body, but they don't realize it's the exact same system for your mind. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's keeping yourself accountable and doing these things so much that it becomes more of an automatic way of living for you. So you really have to get hard on yourself or harsh on yourself and really put in the work now to see those massive changes and differences. I'm going to stop because I'm going to keep going on. <laughs> and I think I've kind of honed in the main points there. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you there. And one thing that I have also noticed, if I did not have a great morning routine or whatever, I didn't do the things that I wanted to do that day and the day just went like crap. I was like, okay, that's not feeling great. So what I do is do a little bit of something throughout the day, whether it's late afternoon or something when I'm really not feeling great, particularly the week before my period. That's just a little bit of a carnage. And then what I do is actually, okay, so see, I haven't had a great morning routine. Some things have gone to crap and I'm just not feeling good. So what I do do on those evenings, I just switch off from the world completely. I put my phone on sleep mode, like just do not disturb. And what I do is actually do my morning, say like an evening routine, but with kind of what I would do in the morning. So say, obviously, no coffee, whatever. I I drink decaf anyway, but nothing like that. But just doing the visualization or the gratitude meditation or things like that and doing the breath work right before bed. Because what happens is that when we have a bad day, it's very likely that we're just going to be going to bed and just being like, just not feeling good, not feeling good. And when we don't feel good, we have like really weird dreams and things like that and not a great sleep. So it's really important to be like, okay, I can always start my day at whatever time I choose. If things went to crap, if some things didn't work out for me, if this person said such and such a thing, whatever happens, you can actually restart no matter what. And even if you do fall off the bandwagon, whatever is here said right now, it's just do not panic because there's this is what life is. It's like a little wave. It just goes up and down. It's You can have the perfect morning routine and still <laughs> things will go demented. So it really doesn't matter. And I do find that having a, that little reset in the evening, if you do have a day like that and you feel like the morning didn't go as planned, you can always find a way to just choose, OK, I get to start now. And also you can make a little beautiful evening routine for yourself. You can even have a bath. I don't have a bath right now, which is like, (laughs) but you can have a candle lit bath or you can just have your candles around your bed and be like, this is my moment to just wind down and regulate my nervous system. And that's going to help you get a way better sleep. Do your gratitude in the, at night, right before bed. And I guarantee you that that will help you and it will actually help your next day as well. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna I love that point of like picking it up in the evening if it doesn't work out in the morning because again guys we're not here being like 
Oh, how would I say it? I I do personally believe the rituals we're talking about are probably the most powerful. It doesn't really matter if you do them first thing in the morning. Now, I do definitely believe, like I said, like we've been talking about, the way you spend your morning does pretty much, it's it's very important because it does dictate your, your day ahead. So we are saying start it calmly. However, like the nature of the rituals you do, they can be done at any time. Really, essentially, do you know what I mean? It's just like what we're honing in on here is morning is easier to do it because, you know, you can just set that time aside for yourself. And also it's important to go into your day in a calm fashion. However, if you don't get it done and if, you know, you're having one of those mornings and look, we're human. Patrick, there's no point in admitting that we like every single morning is perfect. There's no point in saying that even like even for us coaches. But it's it's yeah, it's about maybe taking. OK, I've had a crap day. I always turn off my phone if I'm having an anxious day or a stressy day. But it's something I always do and I would recommend others to do it. I'm not saying everyone goes on their phones and scrolls, but it's a, it's a, what you call it? What's the word? It's a, probably one of those dopamine hits you'll go for if you're in an anxious form, right? If you're in like a stressy mood and it'll only make you feel worse. So I'd always turn off the phone and either like, I, I mean, like Patrick's saying, go and like light candles. Maybe you want to like jump into bed and watch Netflix, whatever, like do it for you, like do whatever you want. Like, but it's just about, it's more about, getting into the flow of doing most of those things in the morning because it just dramatically impacts your day ahead in front of you. But if if it's not possible, then just switch it to the evening. Or do something for you that calms you down or relaxes you or makes you feel better before you go to bed. Because like you said, you don't want to be on the hamster wheel of having anxious thoughts all day and then just like leaving it there and then feeling the same tomorrow because that's a pattern. So yeah, I love that. I'm like, okay, if you can't get it done in the morning, everything... Pick it up in the like a lot of my clients do their journaling in the evening. And I think there was like some a point in my life where I did as well. And I actually liked doing it in the evening because it gave me a nice sleep. So or they might do their journaling in the morning and gratitude in the evening. So it's just like finding what works for you. But there's no perfect recipe. It's just once you're remaining consistent with these things, really, as best as you can, of course, with the odd day or two of tantrums in between, because that's life. PMS, yeah, exactly. luteal phase, all that. Forget about it. I don't want to get out of bed. You'll have to pull me out of it. Because my energy is on the floor and that's life. Yeah, exactly. And so I think people need to come away. Yeah. yeah, come away from the Instagram ideas, the reels and all that perfectionist crap of getting up at 6 a.m. That's not life. What we're saying is just find something that suits you and that down regulates you because the calmer you are going into your day, the more resilient you are, the less stressed you are. And it's just a lovely energy to be in. Yeah, absolutely. And I liked the point that you said, yeah, I mean, you and I do these things, but I'm the first one to go on Disney Plus straight away if I'm in the luteal phase and I feel like absolute crap. Like, I cannot. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I love my journaling stuff, but right now it's not happening and I'm not in this embodiment state. Like, I literally just want to be in with my inner child and just feel like safe and taken care of and like sometimes absolutely yeah that is it that is it there's such a guilt like we're not saying go on Netflix and binge every day but like if you want to go on Netflix go on Netflix and do what you gotta do you know what I mean and that's something I used to feel really guilty about because I'd be like oh my god if I'm watching Netflix I'm a because again Instagram and the media has made us feel you have to be so productive and you have to be doing this and that come on you know what I mean like literally get into bed watch your show give yourself that hit it doesn't mean you do it all the time it just means you're just taking that little bit of time for you and if you're being called to do that, turn off your phone, go and do it. The next day, then pick up again. I always, you know, it might just be the little reset that you need to to go again the next day, you know? Yeah, 
Absolutely. So I think that's basically a wrap up. I know Sarah and I obviously have a lot of points on it, but I think we want you to just go away knowing that whatever bundle you pick for yourself, it's going to be perfectly fine if you miss one day, if it doesn't look perfect, if it doesn't look like, you know, something that you'd put on Instagram all the time, it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, the carry away of this is that it makes you feel good and that it helps you to feel good throughout the day and more relaxed and just more empowered. And that's the purpose of it. It's not to have a perfect life. It's to actually make you feel as good as possible first thing in the morning. And then if it doesn't go well, then you go again. That's basically Absolutely. It. Yeah. And I think as well, it's a huge manifestation too. Let's just call a spade a spade. Because I think if I didn't have my empowering morning routine all the months leading up to becoming a coach because that's what I actually spent my time doing things I used to watch some influencers in my field in my space doing what they were doing I used to plan my content and it's it, so like that's what I'm saying it's not really about what you do it's just having that time for you and your direction and remember like all those positive thoughts and things that you're writing down in the morning they're all like the, the compound effect of that is gratitude and seeing it through an opportunistic lens oh is that a word is it opportunistic lens <laughs> what's our, anyway forget it I've had like this is the baby brain again but tuning your brain differently is what I'm saying tuning your brain differently having positive thoughts about yourself adding to your confidence about yourself walking into the world with this amazing energy there's so much to it but the morning will give you that little opportunity to say this is what I want to tune into today so I'm gonna I'm gonna smash today and Top of mind affirmations, all of that really juicy stuff. So yeah, again, though, like Patrick said, it's not about having a perfect morning every morning. It's about finding something to, something for you, something for, for, for your state, something for your being to completely change your life in the long run, essentially, because it is, it is the number one life changer. Every single one of my clients, and I've worked with a lot of clients, have said to me the morning routine has been the biggest life changer. So there you go. Nice little wrap up. There you go. <laughs> and we'll talk through a little bit more in detail as to how you can actually include those affirmations and all of that juicy stuff in the following episodes, because we want to make sure that you have your statements on board aligned with what you're focused on and what your goals will be and things like that. Like those are going to be really important because when you have your little self-statement, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, things start lining up and you start to attract some beautiful things. And yeah, so we'll go into deeper detail on that in the following episodes. And we really hope that you got what you needed from this episode because we're here to serve you and we're here to help you to become the best version of yourself, really. <laughs> so absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And we will see you for episode five.